Okay. Uh, the, the the assault on precinct th- thirteen is probably stop the, repeating the best yourself, dude. Carpenter's theme song. You told me to say it. I know. Asshole. <laughs> Are you talking about Hard Day's Dick or, or John Carpenter movies? Yeah, asshole. Can you guys You're do the music? About the Beatles for a minute. Can you guys do the music? Fuck oh, you. that's right. Doing shit. Bam. Welcome to New John Carpenter Review. Episode 9 Escape from New York from 1981. You guys are loud. I couldn't hear and hear this. Here we go. Sorry, do it again. Welcome to New John Carpenter Review. Episode 9 Escape from New York from 1981. The year of our Lord. I'm Phoenix West. Tick, tick it. Adam! Cox. Frank Lanks. Sloth Pliskin West. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, professional. Uh, yeah, I wrote 1981, the year of our Lord. Yeah, uh, why? It makes why? sense. Because of Prince yeah. of Darkness? Because that's what I, I, they said. I was that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know. Good connection. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I, I like Lord. it when you put the year of our Lord after something. It just sounds cool. <laughs> Sloth. Your god, your god plutonium cannot help you. I like doing it for years that are clearly not. Like 1986, the year of our Lord. <laughs> no, it was not. No, here. 2020, the year of our Lord. Yeah. I don't think so. Our Lord Satan. So. The year of our Lord he, Satan. He wants nothing to do with it. It's 2020 AC. But this movie takes yeah. place in 1997. No, 1999, the year of Tracy Lords. 1997, the year that Tracy Lords made a movie called Blade. Yeah. In 1997 Eternal. Tracy Lawrence, didn't she do that song? Like No, the, not Lawrence. The, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence, a porno star. The, big difference. She's yeah. the underage porno what, girl. Porn? Well, if you have a if you have a Tracy Lawrence blue uh, video cassette, it's like worth five thousand dollars. Yeah, but Frank, if you have you say, it, you're also you going you have to have like a big old bucket <laughs> yeah. of porn or something like that, like a big old closet full of uh, uh, old porno tapes or something. If there's anything with Tracy Lawrence in there, it's worth a fortune. Like a lot, yeah. Because she lied about her age, and it yeah. was like a big scandal. Yeah. Well, not. Why would I want to look through that? How thing? big is your dad's porno stash, Frank? Talk to us now. He's been dead eleven years, Dick. Now you Frank. can talk about it. Now we want to hear about it. <laughs> your dad's porno collection. Go. I left it underneath my house when I when I moved. You just lost five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm glad. Alexa, look look up my underage porn. Yes, Frank. Looking up your porno collection. There are plenty of underage videos. <laughs> Good timing. Good, Good, Good job. Timing. Good job. Tracy Golds. Either that's Siri uh, saying what you texted, or you actually got Alexa and you programmed her to say that to. Okay. The- you know what? We have to we have to admit the truth here. Frank's father was John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Jesus. Nineteen eighty one the year. My father did kill a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of nineteen eighty one the year of our Tracy. Nineteen eighty one the year of our Tracy Lords. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Wrapping a bow on this little segment here. Yeah, okay. Put a bow on it. <clears throat> okay. So, Sadly, Tracy Lords has nothing to do with Escape from New York, but we can still talk about it. What the fuck is this? Is like last week with the thing. This is movie's been talked to death. Everyone fucking loves it. What are we gonna say? I I have nothing to add that I haven't heard a thousand times before. 
let's just talk about funny shit that happens in the movie that that's that's fun to talk about like the fact that on the poster the snake tattoo is on his arm yeah when in the movie it's coming out of his pants which is fucking hilarious i want to see the bottom of that tattoo i want to know I bet you do does I, does it come out of his ass and wrap around <laughs> What is, is, it? is the tail like the tip of his peepee hole? Like you fucking wiggle it like yeah. that. Right next to his daisy. He's got a rattler on it, even though it's a cobra. <laughs> you, you know what? A, yeah, you got to admit, a sick part of you just wants to know. Like it wants to wrap that mystery and put it to bed and forget about it. I don't want to say sick. I'd say substantial. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it needs, somebody's going to make that happen. You point. say sick, I say perfectly healthy. Uh, yeah. Fun facts. Uh this is actually Kurt Russell's favorite role of all time. He loves this character to death, uh, mostly because Kurt Russell created this character. Like, he had a lot of creative freedom with the costume, the way he talks, the eye patch, all Kurt Russell's idea. Everything. So, um, very cool. Uh, listen to those two guys on the commentary talk about this movie. It, it is from a place <clears throat> of love. They had a lot of fun making this one. Kurt a Russell is a sexy motherfucker. Russell is a sexy motherfucker. I agree. Yeah. Stand up guy. I also read that he he saved his unit his suit from this, you know, his clothing, and he could fit into it seventeen years later when they re, when they we made a sequel. Yeah. John Carpenter's only sequel. Hey guys, guess what we're doing next week? Oh. Guess what Dick chose for next week? I love oh, the I love Escape from New York or from LA. I love it. I'm, I've really? become the more I see Escape from LA, the more I like it. I'm gonna I, admit, I'm gonna have to fun. watch again. I have it on DVD. Or it's a lot or of fun. So. It's a lot of fun. Well, just I, say, I liked it more when it came out than I do now because it's just there's just a, some parts of it that just don't work for me. A lot of it's just a really like bad blue screen shit. Well, you know? it, yeah, you have to get past that part. Yeah. Well, but instead of really Steve of Buscemi saves it though. I remember he's like one of the the highlights, and also the fact that. Uh, um, uh, Bruce Campbell makes a cameo, and that's that's always yeah. cool when you get a Bruce Campbell cameo in anything. It's the same movie, the same beats. You just have to replace the yes. wrestling ring with basketball, and he shoots. <laughs> I, I and also he, and he really, really did it too. I love the concept of Cliff Robertson as an evil president that decides he's going to make a lifetime term. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just funny. It's it's a great um, fun movie, and Frank. What? <laughs> the hell? Why, why are you scaring the shit out of me? You were asleep. No, I wasn't. You so were. I'm you... reading my fucking iPad. You're... Frank, you're hold on. Dude. Hold up your hey, iPad Frank, again. Hold up your iPad. Podcast. That was your screen. I'm that was the main down screen. At my iPad. He just if held I up the. Asleep, like, he just held up the iPad and it had the background screen on it. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally not asleep. I was just resting my eyes. It's the same picture. Are we are we uh, substitute teachers? What are you trying to lie about falling asleep? <laughs> I'm trying to help the kids. I'm trying to help the kids. Frank, got, my dog we, ate my homework. I obviously got plenty of sleep last night. I'm Hold fine. on. Well, that's exactly why you can't really argue this that much. You fell asleep <laughs> for an hour last night, and we watched you sleep for an hour. I could not and wake I you. Wake up until eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Damn, dude. Okay. Um, Escape from New York. What's Adam? You mentioned talking about the funny stuff in it. Um, yeah. Like okay, for example, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, let's just take go around the panel. Uh, hit it, quit it, or forget it. 
I, I don't know the difference in any of those. I know hit it. I can understand that. Do you do you think she's hot? No, she I think she looks like attractive. a man. She looks like a man to me. Well, that's the thing. You don't fuck the face. Yes, you do. They clearly are like. Well, you could. <laughs> Let's mash these fuckers together like two rocks. No, those are real. Actually, no, uh, she's got she's got nice rounded boobs. If I, you've seen the movie Swamp Thing, did you know I, those are one hundred percent real. Did I say they were fake? Mm, okay. I just said just they said they're, they they're they, they mash yeah. them together and they're center frame every time she's on. Yeah. Sometimes John four, Carpenter it's was like cut off right here. Boobs. This is back when they were still married. Yeah, that's right. Them. Yeah, they were an item. Yeah. <laughs> he paid for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna show off them titties. God well, I it. paid for them. You show them off now. You you fucking whore. You know how on, you the, on the Twilight Zone show you played a lesbian in that TV movie I made. Right. Yeah. Is, on, the Twilight, Cabby, on the Twilight on the Twilight Zone show. Shut up. On the Twilight Zone show. <laughs> no, this is related to what we're talking about. On the Twilight Zone show, I do phone. I translate any money into phone calls from Ohio to St. Louis. I, John Carpenter does it in packs of cigarettes. Mm. So he's like, "I pay for that tit job. That was like eighty thousand cartons. I'm showing those things." Holy shit, that's a lot of cigarettes. All right, Adam, sorry, go ahead. It wasn't that important. It's okay. I, 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 you, you had said earlier, "What do we talk about?" I was throwing ideas out there before yeah. I forgot them. That's all. What else you got? Um. I was going to say, do you guys you think... his feelings, Phoenix. I don't believe in feelings. Continue. I know. This is awkward. I love it. I love it. What was that podcast we did that was so fucking awful? We had nothing to say, and there's so much awkward silence in it. it That's was... what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was one of those anthology series where we're like I, I had to do an apology video and follow or apology podcast and follow up with a Tales from the Crypt episode. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, was it an animated Tales from the Crypt episode? That's what I followed up with. But what was the one that we? Oh. Uh, the, the reason I had to follow it up. I'm curious now. It had nothing to do with me, me and um, Scott, did it? No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think you were there. I think it was the three of us. Was that Blu-ray or or DVD? This is Blu-ray. Mm. They have a... not released this on 4K in America yet. They have it only um, European version. I'm telling you, you got to buy those foreign players. Region free. Yeah, I need to get a region free player. I oh, do. yeah. I don't understand the region thing. I don't understand the whole Netflix region. Like, you can watch things you can't in the UK that you can hear and vice versa versa visa. It was the O'Henry Playhouse. That's what it was. Oh. The the gay that, sex guys. Thank you for the answer I wasn't looking for. I brought it well, up. Okay. Anyway, um oh Dick, is that your phone? Oh, popcorn. No, I'm I'm somebody's asking me how did you listen to podcasts on a and a text message. And I was like, that's where it is. <laughs> what fucking year is this? I know. Listen to a podcast on a text message? Sounds no, no, like no, you're no. in AOL chat room. Are you typing in ASL question mark? Yeah, I'm actually, I, I, my <clears throat> timeline, I'm in 2004. That's pretty good. What do you got, a Nokia and you're playing Snake? Yep, I, I'm in a different world than you guys. Adam. Escape from LA just came out on DVD. I'm excited. <laughs> 
It's Your in the theaters. Phone has nothing to do with that. Not even the special <laughs> edition. It's the it's the bare bones version. Adam on the uh, commentary. Is it just the two guys? Is it just Kurt Russell and uh, Carpenter? Yeah, it's Kurt, it's Kurt Russell and, and Carpenter. I want to listen and, to that uh, now. Those those guys have a long history, and whenever those two show up on a commentary, it's always the funniest <clears> shit. They, they they know everybody. They they've both, especially Kurt Russell, <laughs> grew up in the fucking Hollywood yeah. system, so he fucking knows everybody and he's not a dick i mean he's he's a real humble guy and you know that's i like listening to him he's got a great sense of humor too but uh i want to speculate because they don't really ever address this but is cabby a homosexual he does seem to be very obsessed with him he seems a little on the he's either a little on the spectrum or a little unsure of himself because it's like I, you, you, when you see people and I don't know about you guys but when I watch this movie I try to think what did these people do to get into this shithole like trying to guess it like what it would be and the only thing I can think that Cabby did something really horribly perverted to get into this fucking situation or he was just too lazy to leave when they fucking changed it. he said he's been driving that cab for thirty years so I think he was he too lazy stayed. to leave yeah. Yeah, he They're just gonna turn stayed. us into a prison, but eh, it's a job, you know. I know it's yeah, not the Bronx, I, I but that. it's not the Bronx. But he he refused to to leave the Bronx. Yeah, I think I like that idea. The the reason I'm asking is because <clears throat> when we first see Cabby, he's watching a musical, which is pretty much uh, uh, looks like like all male. Um, what do you call an all male uh, review burlesque? You yeah, know? yeah, all male review, and they're not singing very well. They're not dancing very well. They're all wearing garter belts, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like he, something. That, he's like uh, a Jack Warden in Dirty Work, where he's watching the workout right? tapes. Yes, Put out Jack- your hands, yeah. stick out your tush. Give it's, it. it's like the Big Lebowski, where they go see that that uh, interpretive dance thing that his, oh, yeah. his landlord is doing when he's I, watching I that. Uh, Cabby is doing it because he knows you. one of the guys. And it's just he's being a friend. He's just being a he's just being friendly, Cabby. Whenever you're crazy done with the uh, what have you, well, with what have you, we're gonna go <laughs> yeah. uh, get some burgers and some beers. Our troubles are over. I said near the In and Out. I said anyway. Uh, no, the In and Out's on camera. Watching the workout videos. Yeah, look, yeah. Wait, look, it's not gay if you're in prison. All right. Well, that's the point. But there's in this particular prison, there are males and females. It's true, and they all get killed brutally. Or raped. Especially that one hottie who gets eaten alive by the mole people. <laughs> that one part where the a snake sitting down, the hottie, the hot models in there, and Kurt Russell's wife in real life. Yeah, at the time that was Kurt Russell's actual wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's way hotter than Goldie. Hey, Hawn. snake, oh, take yeah. me with you. Don't leave me here. She, ah, she, I, I was reading. She just gave birth right before this to uh, the, his first child, Boston Russell. Yeah, I'll, sorry, I'll you're not Goldie Hawn. I'm out of here. Later's Goldie Hawn. Yeah, is... but she's way hotter than Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn's gross. She's gross. She looks like Meg she's... Ryan. She's gross, yeah. I, I, oh, think, I think uh, uh, he's into that weird, like, fetish stuff with blonde girls. He's just a weirdo. Meg Ryan is a 10. Was. Uh, was, was a 10. Maybe in 88. Have you seen her lately? <clears throat> Phoenix, please pull up a picture of Meg Ryan uh, currently. I'm she talking about like... Top Gun Meg Ryan. That wasn't Meg. Here. Oh, yeah, sorry. Meg Ryan was, Meg was not pretty in Top Gun. She wasn't, in, she wasn't in Top Gun. That was Kelly McGillis. No, no, she's in, she's in Top Gun. Oh, she she was uh, Goose's girl. Oh, you know? okay. That's why you Take forget me. Take because... me to bed or leave me forever, Adam. Yeah. She's ugly in, in Top Gun. I never liked her. I don't like blondes that much. I'm not a blonde guy. 
My wife's blonde. My pubes are blonde, but I'm not a blonde girl. <laughs> All right. Um, here's Meg Ryan now. Oh, sorry. Let me. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Shatner. She looks she just looks like, like Hitler. <laughs> looks, looks like Michael Myers. Oh, shit. Sorry. Wrong tab. <laughs> Wrong tab. Sorry. There she is. Um, yeah. Oh. I would, I would uh, definitely. Wow. Dude, no. I played Drunk and Hide the Pickle with that all night. This? She looks like a this? AIDS victim. Ew. She, she looks like Howard Stern, dude. Like her boobies are sunken <laughs> into her chest. I mean, if that's your kink, you know, go follow me. Her nose is going to... With, it's with like, that mouth, she can suck on a chili dog. Damn, man. It's like She's her nose more plastic is, than Legoland. Her nose is collapsing in on itself like, like a neutron Howard. star. Oh, look at that. She has a growth coming out of her shoulder. It looks like Billy Crystal. I mean, look at her. No. Um, no, no. That's Billy Crystal. Oh. <clears throat> she looks like Lily Tomlin here. Yeah, except way smaller boobs. And not uh, arguing with David O. Russell. That's annoying. Lily Tomlin's got giant boobs. Oh, God. But she's annoying. As is that Kurt Russell? That's no, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. No, you know what? Crow. Kurt Russell looks amazing. Can those, can those two guys Wait, fuck and can those two guys fuck and make Kurt Russell Crowe? Go back to that picture. <laughs> Would you like to see what Kurt Russell looks like today? Because I actually took a picture of it. Like he's got vagina neck, but he's seventy. What did that say? What is that? What is the story of Russell Crowe? What is that? Was it Rocky Love Rocky Life? Rocky Love Life. Russell Crowe. Okay, so is that Meg Ryan or is that that's no, him that's now? Not, that's not it? Meg Ryan. No. Yeah. So who's that with him? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. Anyway, um, I'm a Jew. I love the gossip. Joe. I know you are. Dick. It's her uncle Joe, uh, twice removed from the second marriage of her father's uncle. Is it Donald sister. Pleasant's niece? Making this all up. It's it, it's just a guy stalking her. Okay, Who this is, is what I think of when I when I think of Meg Ryan here. This picture on the right. <laughs> she kind of she's fucked her yeah. face up so much that it's it's imploding it on itself yeah she looks like the joker she's like i want more renee zellweger juice on my face and they just slather around i just have one question where is harvey dent (laughs) anyway um spent an afternoon with joan rivers and joan rivers gave her all kinds of really bad advice yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god i was thinking this cock this guy came and he didn't tell me beforehand, oh and I God. hate that. Frank. I'm Frank. I'm sick of your stories from childhood. Can we please move on with the show? <laughs> it wasn't my childhood. Donate it was like to the Meg Ryan Burn Ward today. Donate to the Meg Ryan Burn Ward today. Donate. The Meg Ryan Burn Ward. S- save her. <laughs> Someone must save her. That's good. That's a good one. <clears throat> so let's talk about Donald Pleasant's terrible accent. Uh, oh, terrible hold, hold. American accent. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. It's, um, it's serviceable. It's not bad. Hey, Duke. Yeah, hey, number one. Yeah, it's all right. I don't know. You got to realize, Frank, Duke. they don't look at the screen. They just don't yeah. look. I'm, I'm just trying to be. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at myself. <laughs> just try. I'm, I'm, I'm attempting, Phoenix. I'm too to? busy looking at uh, Adam's uh, Escape from New York poster in the background with the, his hat is amazing. With the crown <laughs> with the crown of thorns of the liberty. Yeah. It, um, it is perfectly framed. It's pretty funny. How awesome is that poster? I wish that would have been in the movie. That poster. 
like they're running down the road, the street of of New York, and the Statue of Liberty's heads in the middle of the street. I was thinking that too. If that scene was actually in the movie, but we didn't actually get that scene until Cloverfield, fucking J.J. Abrams, yeah. uh, bad Godzilla knockoff. So movie. they actually, at least they did. That. <clears throat> so we got nothing between Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. Yeah. With a, with a this is what oh. uh, Kurt Russell looks like today. That is nonsense. Okay. I can't. I, I, it looks like you, uh, it's Frank, a lesbian. Frank, you have a computer in front of you. You could have looked them up and then shared your screen. Because I took a picture of him from... Um, that looks like a lesbian on an HD network. It was, a, a, it was a mag, it was like men's journal because I don't he's work. He's wearing flannel. I, I, I read magazines at work. They still make magazines? Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. are they? Shit. Um, magazines made out it, of paper? Are they regional? Men's journal? Oh, here you go. I thought they were out of business. It's it's in the porn section. Anyway, here's this. Kurt Russell, 2021. Hey, that's right. He's fucking living life. He don't he give a great. fuck. I'm just saying, he looks now look, great. Look up Jack well, Nicholson now. Jack Nicholson on a yacht eating hot dogs. Not yeah, he looks like Marlon Brando now, which is ironic. Oh, it's hilarious. Jack Nicholson just don't give a fuck. Ooh. Good yeah, for anyway. him. Oh, my God. This is not a celebrity. What the fuck are we doing here? Kurt Russell. The Escape uh, from New York. Let's talk Russell. about who's dating who. Escape from New York. Donald Pleasant's accent, Adam, is is so hilarious in his first couple lines of dialogue. He tries to abandon it after that a little bit. His first line did is like... Did you take the, the doors <laughs> off the hinges? Did, did you try to unlock the boats? Yeah, well, it's mine, Pumaman. Yeah. He does. God be with you and all. Yeah, it's really bad. I was reading that he he wrote this whole thing to John Carpenter, like how the U.S. abandoned the you know not having a, a foreigner as as president, and, and John Carpenter's like, no, nah, we just won't mention it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's what yeah. I like about Carpenter's yeah. cavalier approach Fuck to you. shit. We're not doing this. Fuck wonderful. you. Yeah. Yeah. I love a guy that just goes, I don't, I just don't give a fuck. I, I have to admit that even though this doesn't have a scene with the Statue of Liberty head rolling down uh, the whatever avenue that is, um, it does a whole lot with a lot of nothing. And I, I applaud movies that, that can pull that off. It feels like a bigger movie than it is. This is very low budget. Yeah. And, I love the look. I, 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 yeah. I'm a guy who loves models. So when they have that little helicopter going by in front of the matte it's, painting, it's, adorable. it's fucking adorable. <laughs> and I love it. And I, I also love like uh, Kill Bill when, he, they ha- when she's going to Tokyo and they have that plane going by in the sun. I love that look. I don't legit want it to look facts, real. Legit facts I didn't know. Um, the opening narration is <clears> not... Jamie Lee Curtis. It's actually Gail Ann Hurd. Mm. You didn't know that. Did not know that. I thought that was Jamie Lee Curtis's voice because uh, it sounds like it. It does. It sounds a lot like Jamie Lee Curtis doing the opening narration. Also, when they're showing like the uh, the computer I... animations in the in the Gulf Flyer and everything, it looks like they're they're looking at like a kind of a two D version of, of the. That's actually not computer. They drew neon dots on a fucking board and then filmed yeah. it. And, and that, that's cool. Like, they, they replicated computer imaging with just old-fashioned special effects. That's pretty cool shit. That's how I would have done it, because... Even yeah. though this was the 80s where they could have easily done something like that, it was just easier for them to just make it. It was too expensive. It. Yeah. Well, it they could have done it. I don't think easily would have... Uh, 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's, you know, DOS. Well, you know, whatever. I like it because it separates itself. Because when you look at the computer graphics in Tron, you're like, uh. Am I the only one that just finds Tron to be one of the most amazingly boring fucking movies ever made? Yes. No, I am right there. I am right next to you, literally. Like literally, the, the sequel is better. The, the, the sequel's fun. Yeah, yeah, the sequel kept yeah. me awake. The the original puts me to sleep. Every it's time. so fucking, I just fucking boring. Pass out. It drags so bad. It looks cool. I love the look of it, but that is literally all it has. It's all it has it's, going for it. Same thing. This I actually I feel has the same a fun way. Story. I feel yeah. the exact same way about a uh, Harrison Ford piece of shit. Ridley Scott. Blah blah blah. I can't think of the name of it. I like it. It still seems. The tongue-in-cheek humor of this is so subtle. You know what I mean? Like, like they don't like try to make haha funny jokes. It's just like it, it's the way the dialogues deliver. Like the whole Blade Runner. I heard you're dead. Yeah, like that that thing comes up in every single person. Well, he's like, yes. I heard you're dead. I, I wanted to bring that up too because there's a lot of setups and payoffs in this movie with the yeah. dialogue and the characters. Because I love, I love the Lee Van Cleef, Kurt he's Russell awesome. interactions. Um, like Lee, Lee hey. Van Cleef is just looking at him like going. You ain't so tough, kid. I don't think you're all that of that shot on like, one I day. Don't give a fuck, old man. Was uh, was this Lee Van Cleef before or after uh, Master Ninja One and Two? Before, I think it's just before, but like right before, yeah. like but probably it, two weeks before. But it was definitely after Twilight Zone. But uh, yeah. but the best part of the Lee Van Cleef bit was when he goes, well, "Next time I see, you, I'm going to kill you." And then he gets back. And he goes, "Are you still going to kill me?" Pliskin or I'm snake. T- I'm tired. And he goes, I'm too tired. <laughs> I like he says, he says, you won the Medal Art, uh, Medal of Honor, and you robbed the, the, the United States Depository. I'm ready to kick your ass out of the world. I just mm-hmm. fucking love the way those lines just <laughs> kick roll your together. ass out of the world. I'm ready to kick your ass out of the world. My favorite, I just, I would... my favorite part of the movie is everything before he gets to New York. Yeah, everything yeah. on the way there is. I'm fascinated. There's a by lot it. of character setup. For I want to see where that hardly talks. Yeah. I want to see the world this movie is built off of. I want to see the yeah. rest of the world because like, you know it's going to see... be totalitarian as fuck. Oh, you know? fuck I want. I want to yeah. see Snake Plissken in the underground where he goes and the people this he talks to and hangs out with, and then it's just watch you know, 1984. I want it could to see be an interesting happening. prequel there as to how he got to where he is. You know, maybe I don't know. But I would, I, I would love to see a third Snake Plissken movie with Kurt Russell as an older man. I just something about that. I like the idea of actors returning to a role, but as an older statesman. As long as they don't that pull role. that same old shit where it's like making way for the new guard type crap. Well, no, no, no. I'm that's really what I'm saying. It would, it would be an end to the story of Snake Plissken. Yeah, well, they talk about be his last hurrah. You know. Star Wars pulled it off perfectly. Well, Star Wars didn't do it right at all. Well, they talked about doing that. That's what Ghost of Mars is supposed to be. Was Snake Plissken on well, Mars? Snake Plissken, right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so we fucking mean, glad they didn't do that. No, because that would have been a I disaster. Mean, <laughs> yeah, escape from Mars and then you're dead in space. Because if Indiana Jones is is still fucking happening. Why can't just, Kurt Russell do one more dude. Snake Plissken movie? Can we just all agree that John Carpenter needs to stay the fuck away from space forever? Yeah. Like, never go back to Don't do anything but in space. Adam. Dark Star 2! Dark Star no! 2! Adam, no! going off what you were saying earlier about the, the running joke of I thought, you'd be, I, I thought you were dead. I almost said I thought you'd be taller. That's a different movie. When they say... Uh, That's the second one. I, I thought you were dead. That thing. Uh, it reminded me of uh, the 
Prince of Darkness thing with the who's Susan or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, there was a similar thing where they just kind of keep yeah. having this reoccurring generic broad. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, it, it's just that she came in yesterday. Like, oh yeah, uh, who's Susan? Yeah, <laughs> you know, he was the first victim. It's just fucking cannon that, fodder. He does that same joke in uh, Mouth of Madness when the when the uh, editor girl disappears. Yeah, you say Susie. Who's Susie? <laughs> Yeah. Who was Susie? She went with you. She was my assistant with you. I don't remember that. I, I mean, I just want to say that you know, um, you know how uh, like like actors will change like uh, their voice for the character that they're playing. You know what I mean? Sometimes, Even yeah. though we all know what the real voice is, this was great. It's not I, Kurt Russell and changing his voice to, for Snake Plissken. It was great. I mean, one of the best. You know, I was just gonna say he's doing the man with no name. He's totally yeah, channeling that. Absolutely. And, and what's funny about that is Kurt Russell has pulled off two classic westerns. He's done a good John Wayne. He did a great John Wayne in Big Trouble in Little China, and he did a good Clint Eastwood in Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. So. And he did a very good Wyatt Earp in Tombstone. It is such a good character that you can throw him in the middle of a shitty movie like Escape from New York or Escape from L.A. And it still works because that character is so so badass. So much it's so fun. that I, I literally created from LA is a great movie. <clears throat> it's a it's it a is. fun movie. If you remove that character though, who you wouldn't watch that. Uh, it would be it would basically be um that awful movie with Guy Pierce that got sued because it was Escape from New York in Space. Yeah. Oh um Lockdown. Lockdown, lockdown yeah. Escape lockdown. from New York. Lock Lockdown is a prime example of you take Snake Plissken out of the movie. Yes. It's shit. It, it's, it's on our shit. list. It's on our list. So if you want to do that third, I mean it's my pick that week, so maybe I should. I chose Lockdown's Vill- bad. I chose Lockdown's, Vill- I, saw- I chose Village of the Damned. For, for two weeks from now. Oh, I, I want to cool. I'm yeah, curious to see that. I don't think I've seen that. Actually, I don't I, think I ever watched that one. I haven't seen it since then. It was, I was in the Navy. Yeah. No. So it was like 90, 90, 95. 95. Yeah. I, I figured one of you guys would choose body bags. I'll just skip it. I have yeah. a question. I have a question. Yeah. Has Kurt Russell ever done a Frankenheimer movie? No. Oh. Wait. Wait. No, Jeff Bridges, did. Jeff Bridges did. He was in a... Oh, what the fuck is the name of that? You care. You asked. So uh, he was in. I can't think of the name of it. It's a, it's a, what Jeff Bridges was in. It's a Lee Marvin. So who's in 52 Pickup? <laughs> that's a Friggin' Hammer movie, and that's um, Rod, Rod or Roy Scheider. Yeah, it's Roy uh, Scheider. You're not getting me with that joke, Dick. None. <laughs> so, what's you guys' favorite ancillary character, like like secondary character? Is it, is it Adrian Barbeau, Harry Dean Stanton, or um, uh, Isaac Hayes? I want to go with Isaac, Isaac Hayes' Hayes. second in command. The, yeah, the, Isaac the, the, the Sid vicious guy. guy. The fucking... Oh yeah, David Bowie Jr. Yeah, David. Well, yeah, we'll call him Dave Bowie Jr. David, David Bowie, Jr., Bowie vicious. He, also, he, he reminds me of one of those Dragon Ball Z characters too. Like he's got that fucking. Except console. I like this character. You come in, he dies. You bring in tanks, he dies. You're not in the air in 30 seconds, he dies. And he pulls out his finger. 20 seconds. Finger. That's great. Does anybody else think that the whole bomb in snakes? Arm was really real. No, it's, no it's, it's, I think they're fucking kinda, with him. They're fucking. I with think him. so yeah. too. Yeah. But then, the, why did actually... they? Why did the, the guy goes at the end? You feel like he was making the noise with his mouth. All yeah. good. <laughs> I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> I was, th- I was okay. thinking that too. It's like, did, did he just make a noise with his mouth? Well, I like in the next movie where he he does the hologram. 
Yes. Would they think they're going to get him and it's a hologram? Yeah. Again, a great setup and payoff. Yeah. That's yeah, that's uh, something that Ryan Johnson ripped that shit off for his movie, Star Wars movie. Subversion of expectations, please. Ooh. But everybody in that movie, everybody in this movie is fucking dead. Yeah. So Kurt Russell's the Kurt like Russell's the lone. Dead? Adrian Barbeau's still alive, but Kurt Russell yeah. and Adrian Barbeau are like the only two that are still alive. Literally <laughs> everyone else I could think of it in that movie is dead. dead. Harry Dean Stanton, dead. Dead. Uh, Fucking, uh, what's his name? Lee Van Cleef is dead. Cabby. Donald Pleasance uh, is dead. Ernest Borgnine's dead. Ernest Borgnine. Fucking. Ernest Borgnine lived to be 100,000 years old. That guy always looked old, too. He yeah. never looked young. That is a... Really he's like the, 95. Wilf, he's the Wilford Brimley of this of this movie. He yeah. lived in 95. Harry Dean Stanton was 91. Yep. Isaac Hayes was like 70. Days. 65. Donald Pleasance was probably 60-something. 75. Holy shit. Um, well, their their generation did a lot of drugs. Tom Atkins is still alive. I'm, I'm I stand corrected. Halloween threes. Tom Atkins. Turn it off. Too. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. He's in it for a minute. Um, or am I thinking Hal Holbrook? No, Tom Atkins is in the John, beginning. He works with Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's usually either Hal Holbrook or Tom Atkins or both. Um, just reoccurring actors that I like seeing yeah. showing up in these movies. But I'm Tom, Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef is a smooth motherfucker, and you feel like he yes, could he talk is. you into anything. He's he, a guy that got a anything. late start in life, but he was he was definitely the highlight of uh, for a few dollars more. He was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really Phoenix, cool. Colonel think, Mortimer. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix, do you think Lee Van Cleef could talk you into a blowjob? From you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to ask. From who? Him? No. Yes. Oh, me talk. I'm sucking him off, or he's sucking me off. What's the what's the exchange uh, here? Uh, the basketball diaries. So he asked me to suck him off. Okay, yeah. I, I pay him to blow him. Yes. If he had a mustache, yes. If he didn't, no. Yes, there you go. It's a plus. That's my answer. And you'd have to have the. That is the greatest answer. Yes, a long time either. since he hasn't had a mustache. Hey, I have, have dignity and rules. Okay. You have to have Eno Morricone music in the background. <laughs> Yeah, wow, wow. I, I still haven't seen all of Lee Van Cleef's spaghetti westerns that don't have Clint Eastwood in. I know he did like a whole bunch of them. Oh, after. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. I just well, I came. That was his, that was like his career renaissance was was uh, good and bad and negative. He just stayed oh, yeah. in Italy for 10 years and made a he's bunch a, of movies. He's a fantastic fucking villain. Yeah. He doesn't have to say much because he's just creepy as shit. You know what I'd be interested in finding out is because Levi Cleef worked a lot with Clint Eastwood. I want to know what he thought about Kurt Russell's performance. I, I haven't heard a did, word about that. Yeah, well, Clint, Clint, he, Clint Eastwood thinks everybody sucks but himself. All right? Well, the guy's a fucking poon hound. That's yes. all he cares about. That is all Clint Eastwood has ever cared about. Clint Eastwood has fucked so many women. That the Warner Brothers like catalog when they talked about his life and his children, they don't list his illegitimate children. Like they do it's not have too many. He has like eighteen illegitimate children. So does Marlon Brando, but well, yeah, was... I mean Clint Eastwood just fucks anything. So Clint Eastwood's illegitimate children and Eddie Murphy's illegitimate children could repopulate the United States of America. They are they are our next best hope for the population boom. Well, at least future. Is yeah. w- w- was a movie called a, a Perfect Life or something? Perfect where... World. Perfect. That's it. Perfect World. Yeah, yeah with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like yeah. a Clint Eastwood historian as far as Kevin movies Costner, go. By the way, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Kurt Russell was Kevin Costner in that movie. 
I, I don't often bring up Clint Eastwood. He's my other obsession with Frankenheimer. I have a giant Clint Eastwood mural out here. Well, I way. love Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love I have a lot but of his I don't, I don't yeah. agree with anything the man says outside yeah. of the movies. He's a, he's a yeah. t- terrible person. But I love yes. his movies, so he's, he's a really yeah. good director. Clint, yeah, Clint Eastwood, like outside of his yeah, mo- fuck that, fuck roles, him. is a piece of he, yeah. he no, owes Jer- so much to Ennio Morricone, and he can't even show up to do the fucking DVD extras. Did, did you hear that story? That um, it's on some interview where um, the writer for Mystic River, what's his name? He he's written everything. Dennis Confidential. That was a great movie. Dennis. He's written, he's, he wrote Man on Fire. He wrote. He's written Another a bunch of stuff. Movie. I, I actually. Uh, I can't, why can't I write? He, he's done. He's directed some. Dennis. Dogs, Dennis, Dennis Lehane. No, no, no. That's that's the novelist. He's the screenwriter. That's what you said. Oh, I thought you said the novelist. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, the screenwriter. Screenwriter. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, he write. He writes everything. But I guess uh, he wasn't going to do Mystic River because he was busy. I mean, this guy writes all the time, and he told the story. He goes, "My agent called me and said." They want you to write Mystic River for um, for Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And he says, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to do it. I just don't have the time to tell Clint I'm sorry because he had worked with Clint before. And I guess he said no. And then he said, flash forward a week or four days later, Clint Eastwood is in his kitchen. <sighs> And he's eating a cookie. Talking to his kitchen ta- kitchen he, chair. He, he said <laughs> he he's broke into his cookie. house. He, he shattered him. He shattered him. William Shatner snuck in to the window. And then, yeah, it just shows up. And then he said something like, um, Clint Eastwood, he goes, So you're going to write the movie, right? And he said, Absolutely. <laughs> so he goes, It was amazing. He goes, he, he, Like that, he changed his mind because Clint was right there. When I say well, Lee Man Cleef could talk me into anything, I mean that. But Clint Eastwood told me to do something. I go, Go fuck yourself, Clint, because I feel like he would respect me more. Lee Man Cleef wouldn't respect yeah, me if I said, Go fuck yourself. You. Yes, yeah. I could talk. And Clint would be like, I like you. Brian Hegelin, that's his name. Brian, <laughs> Brian Hegelin. Clint just walks yeah. in. He's like, I don't listen to rock and roll. Oh, I, I knew that. Jazz. Well, he he directed that movie too. Yeah, he directed yeah. LA Confidential. Yeah, or did Curtis Hansen direct it? No, 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 Curtis Hansen did. Yeah, Curtis he Hansen. He co-wrote okay. it with Yeah, him. yeah. Brian Helgeland. Yeah. He's a he's yeah. a fat he's on podcast, uh Helgeland. He's yeah. he's a cool dude. I love him. No, yeah, no, Brian he, he is cool. Yeah, he tells he some awesome stories. He's funny. He is. He's on, funny. Yeah, he, on, he's been around. Uh, but that podcast? guy's written I mean, he's written everything. So he's a he's a good guy to listen to. So is John August, honestly. He does a podcast and he's got a few. John August is a sweet guy. Yeah. And we saw him at our, our, he talked at our graduation. Oh, that's who that was? That was John August, yeah. He was a Do sweetheart. You have the of these podcasts? I, what? I don't know. Oh, uh, Brian Helgeland is on Adam Carolla a lot, which I used to listen to. Now I don't. Oh, is he really? I didn't know that. I yeah, know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't listen to Adam Carolla anymore. Yeah, me either. But he used to be on there and I listened to him. I liked his episodes, except when Adam started turning slightly. I don't want to say the word. Um, well, he's just he's older awful, and he's more conservative. Awful. Yeah. He's more, he's yeah, just older. Like, That's what happens when you get older. You get curmudgeoning. It's it's beyond that. It's like my dad. We're like, oh, that's how you feel about those people. Okay, <laughs> no thanks. Well, I mean, not, I mean, bye bye. Racist, are you, Adam? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, Brian Haugenland is interesting to listen to. He, he's a he's a funny guy. But let's let's talk about this movie a little bit more because we barely have touched on it. 
This is going to well, be yeah, like, it's uh, like what you said. What What do you say about a movie that's that's perfect? Yeah. Th- this okay, is, so, is, is there anything about so, it you don't like? Uh, it's pacing. Just, it, pacing. It suffers from Nolanitis. The Where action, it... there's not really any good action set pieces. There's not really a lot of action. It's just more or less. It's it's more of an atmospheric character movie than like an action movie. I do have a question. Yeah. Did was Jersey a prison too? And then no, they used no, just New York Island. He just literally that, says uh, yeah. that yeah. it shows the, in the beginning that they outline the the wall going around. Uh, it looks like, it's like Manhattan. A it's like yeah. the boot shape of so, New York. So where did they take off from? It's just Manhattan. Manhattan Island. Right, yeah. but I mean, like, where did they take off from to get into Manhattan Island? I want to say it was, um, I don't know what you're Jersey? asking. Jersey. I want to say it was Jersey. I think it probably wasn't. I think it was across from uh, they had Ellis the bri- Island. They had the bridge to Ellis Island there. That was there. That's how they leave oh. at the end. Okay, okay. Ellis Island, that's where uh, half my family came from. Yeah. That's no. All of our families came from Frank Lincolnstein. No, 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 not not the other half. I was born here, raised pride and true in America. (laughs) Okay, Escape from New York. Um, This is going to be like that Roddy Roddy Piper movie all over again where we talk for three hours. Escape from Gangs of New York. (laughs) (laughs) I love Gangs from New York. It's a great, that's one of those uh, flawed masterpieces. Uh, It's almost a perfect movie, but it's not because three things ruin it. I well, the movie, movie the films. movie's one of them. The movie DiCaprio, ruins it. Cameron Diaz, they ruin it. What? Yeah, thank you. What? There you go. So here at the end, in the in the bottom left, in the blue font, that's where they leave. Yeah. And the then Statue um, of Liberty Island security control. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where they go. Because that's where they're climbing up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. This Statue of Liberty Island is really not that big. No, that's. No, it's not supposed yeah. to be. They're there as like a last resort. It's the only bridge that didn't blow up like Ooh, Bane. Go back and show some Adrian Barbu Barbo cleavage. Barboob. Barboob. But go back. Because I love the, the disparity between this is or go back one more. This is like the military. This is the government stuff where everything's high tech and lasers and, and you get the neon lights. <laughs> and then they cut back to I don't know why you're laughing, but then they cut back to lots of Christmas lights. People yeah. in the prison. No, because I can make out where... Um, it's 1981. Uh, what do you want? Because right behind his head, that has to be um, the, the the park. Well, the movie is supposed to take place in the near future, which is 1994. So. Well, uh, well it, the prison, it became prison out of 94, and the snake pussy goes to 97, right? Yeah, Isn't that what it is? yeah, this, yeah. this takes place in 97, <clears throat> yeah. according to this universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole plot of the movie is Donald Pleasance is the president. He's going to some summit meeting with, with uh, the Soviet Union and China or something like that, right? Something about cold fusion. Yeah. The stakes are really high for the world. And that's yes. The whole point. And, and Snake Plissken at the end just goes, fuck the world, and <laughs> ruins <Yeah>. the tape. He causes so many deaths. I The ending bothered me because he goes, so many people died for me to get you. How do you feel? And he's like, uh. Oh, yeah. And then I'm he just. You, man, Carpenter does not like to end movies. He likes to leave it either on a bummer or on a fucking cliff, like like, like a ambiguous ending. He loves yeah. to That's fuck what with I the love. Audience. Like, I he love does. that yeah. shit. I love it. That's why Prince of Darkness works for me. Prince of it's, Darkness. It's uh, just, I love endings i just mouth of madness the thing halloween none of those have good endings they're all no endings the thing has a perfect ending usually it's always like open-ended or awful yeah 
I'm fine with that. Side level. But yeah. the fact that he says the line, that's you're asking a second ago, Adam, what do we not like about it? That would be one thing where I would remove him asking, how do you feel about these people dying? And then he goes, and they already said, if he doesn't do this speech and play this tape, they're going to be a war. And he ruins the tape, so therefore he caused way more deaths. So well, no, he, well, he's an anarchist. He doesn't care. No, but his but speech, think, his speech just kills away. Let's Donald Pleasance. Well, no, well, I think that the, the point is Donald Pleasance is so aloof at the people yeah. died for him, but they were nothing. These people that helped him were prisoners. They were nothing to begin with. So he didn't like they were expendable. They're yeah. expendable from day one, and so is Snake. So you don't give a fuck about anybody. But and so he, well, he uses that dismissive. His hand like raised. He does that hand thing where he goes, "Oh yes, yes." Oh. So, so their so, sacrifices were not in vain. Yeah, so, I get that. So but he killed so way more people. Something you washed yourself in the shower with? Yes, Lufa. He's a Lufa. He's a Are you really proud of having said that now? You are we going to hear another story about your heroin buddy? You shouldn't be. I had to scrub with a loofah after my uncle. <laughs> loofah, my stretch marks. <laughs> What's that from? Mm-hmm. Give me a dollar if you know what that's from. That is from ground, uh, fucking Caddyshack. There you go. I know Adam would get that. I don't like Caddyshack. You don't no, like Caddyshack? What? It's, a, oh, it's it, fucking it, overrated. It's a oh, bad can movie. Can you please the only, remove nah, I ain't talking the, to you the only time that movie's funny is when Rodney Dangerfield shows up. The rest of the movie, you can throw it in the garbage. Fuck it. Just because you, Doug Kinney, you're the a world big Doug Kinney fan. figures too, you know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a movie you it's hear is like amazing. Line. I, I watch it and I go, I don't think this is fun. And the sequel is unwatchable. Come on, Bill Murray. I, I, I grew up no, with he's fine. He's awful in Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. No, Chevy Chase not. is the fucking worst, first of all. No, Chevy Chase is awful, but this was in his prime where he was actually kind of funny. Yeah, but Chevy Chase and Bill Murray, when he, you know, shoots the ball into Bill Murray's home. Oh, yeah, it's a classic. It's that a was classic. hysterical, you know? These guys don't know what they're talking about. Cannibal! Cannibal! It's okay, Frank. Most of the world agrees with us. It's fine. I, fuck the world. I'm like Snake. I live <laughs> like Snake. Snake's well, like my hero. You're going to take, you're gonna take a, te- a VHS copy. Oh, Phoenix, Phoenix Sloth Bliskin is going to take a <laughs> It's going to take a copy of Caddyshack and take the tape out of the VHS. Yep. There you go. Just... And I love the fact that the sequel, Chevy Chase, the sequel, they're like uh, Rodney Dangerfield said no, so let's replace him. And uh, also, Bill Murray said no, so let's get one of his best friends in the, in the fucking movie. Well, Rodney Dangerfield didn't like doing movies, period, because he was a performer. He didn't like yeah. the way movie because uh. he couldn't. His his shtick was he wanted laughs. He he couldn't. But I love Back to School. Back, back to School is a fucking yeah. classic. Great. Back to School is great. If you don't like great. Back to School, I'm not talking. To but you. here's the thing: the Back to School is great. Caddyshack yes. sucks. But Back to School is written and directed by the same guys. Harold Ramis. The triple Lindy yes. The triple Lindy was the most hysterical thing I've ever seen. And Harold Ramis was the one. Harold Ramis was the guy that said uh, for back to school because originally it was going to be him being broke. He lo- his wife divorces him, he loses everything. But Harold Ramis was the one that says, "No, it's not funny if that's how that's, that's good. Yeah. It's funnier if you're rich and you go to school. Like that's funny." 
and that's he, he changed the whole he script. can buy his way out of hey, problems yeah. yeah it's great hey, that's great hey what do you charge for big ones <laughs> it's this it, to be fair it's the perfect it's the same method that uh, it's always sunny philadelphia used for frank yeah. for danny DeVito's yeah. character he's rich he can get out of any problem so therefore they can do whatever the fuck they want yeah it opens up the doors honestly yeah, it's, by it's far, the, that's the finest Sam Kinison cameo in yeah. the movie ever. He's yeah, fantastic absolutely. in that. Yeah. He really Fuck seems to yeah. care about what Adam, I'm annoyed. 100%, brother. <laughs> Adam, give me some. So, it's too bad give, we never saw some. the give me some. we never saw the tells from the crypt with the with the <laughs> not the, yet uh, Kinison. Not yeah, yet. Not yet. But oh keep in mind, God, you'll hate it. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield is great in uh, Natural Born Killers. Fuck yes, yes. Was. that scene was is not, great. That that movie bothered him too because he did not like that. It wasn't. Did uh, yeah. Did Escape from New York come up before or after Mad Max? Now I'm not talking about the road. Two movie, years later, the first two years Mad later. Max movie. Okay. Mad Max is 90, 79. This is eighty. Oh, sorry, three. So eighty two. Because the first yeah. Mad Max is <clears throat> not post apocalypse, but after the Road Warrior, which is also known as Mad Max Two overseas. Yeah. Yeah. After yes. that came out, there's this whole slew of apocalypse movies. And most of them were really bad. Most of them are on Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> but um, this is one of those ones that kind of fits that bill, where there, there's that time period where there's just all of these post-apocalypse yeah. movies. Most of them were terrible. This one shines. This was the year and after the Mad Max one? 2. Uh-oh, I'm sorry, James. What? I was, this is the year after Mad Max 2. Okay. Uh, I was going to no, say... No, uh, Escape from New York apocalypse? is 81, isn't it? 82. No, no. Escape from oh, sorry. Same year. Same year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's because uh, uh, Road Warrior came out when the thing came out. Because so this was right on the skirts of no. Road Warrior Two, which pretty much was a yeah. game changer. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so was the thing. <laughs> I mean, shit. But the thing. Let Frank saw. talk. Oh right. Yes, <laughs> Frank. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, yes, please tell us another. Story. It even says eighty-one at the bottom, and I still said eighty-two for some reason. Anyway, yeah. You hear that? What? Nothing. Go. Uh, I, I forget what I was going to say. Sodomy? Yeah, I, I don't know either. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yes, they died not in vain for Frank Sodomy. <laughs> sodomy? Yes. Sodomy. 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 I'm Donald Pleasance. I enjoy Sodomy. <laughs> I was blind in, in the movie. Your mind is mine, Pumaman. Do, 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 you, do you like bondage? <laughs> I like bondage movies. I wish I kept my Boom, Donald Pleasant's Pumaman thing. Puma? Puma! Yeah. Yeah. I, I finally got the uh, tri, the tripod thing that you need for the sex swing. Finally got it in the other day. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be spinning Missy like... Whew. Thanks for inviting us in your your scary house of horror bedroom. I appreciate it. I'm glad I'm glad no, your Patreon bedroom, basement, the, baby. the Patreon finally played paid off. Rob Zombie would have a great time in your bedroom. A real you know, and, bedroom, man. And the great thing about my basement is in my music room. It's Can you not say like, that sentence ever again? I feel like you're talking to a school child. <laughs> this is my music room. Hey bastard. Phoenix, to be fair, Rob Zombie would have fun in an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, I'm oh, <laughs> to be fair. Chucky like like child's oh, play. Speaking of that, I think that too. It, it, uh, Who's Phoenix, talking? Who's talking? 
Did you watch oh, the, Nick Cage, oh, okay. the Nick Cage uh, Chuck E. Cheese movie? No, I didn't. Not yet. Okay. That, that, I don't know. RLM did it. And it was- RLM hated it. Yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to watch anything with Nick Cage until I've seen the movie and review it. So I, I didn't watch RLM's review of it yet. Don't. I yeah, refuse. They, they you saw Mandy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I like also, Mandy. not until, I, I didn't watch theirs and. I, th- I did mine before theirs or some some. Well, there theirs forget, was but... late because I think Mandy came out like six months later. Like it was that release yeah. was kind of it was all over it, the place. It, it, yeah, because it, it, it once it hit Shutter, people started talking about it. Yeah, it, I, it saw, I saw it the kind of theater, snuck yeah. into art houses somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, can I and... can I suggest a, a good Nick Cage movie? Uh, the Crudes too is actually really funny. I heard it's funny. It yeah, was. I, it I was surprised. Solid. The first one, I'm like, no. she's watched it a thousand times. The the, the child. And I'm like, fuck and this movie. Second, I have no fucking idea, but the second one was pretty funny. I I was like, oh, this is catching me off guard, like how funny it is. Uh, yeah, I heard it's pretty decent. That's yeah. why it's doing pretty, it's doing Peter, good. Peter uh, Dinklage plays a hippie in it. That's funny. <laughs> it's, I'll it's watch anything with Dinklage. Yeah. What movie? Uh, the Croods 2, A New Something. A New World, I don't know what it's called. A New Age. <laughs> well, the it's a cartoon, isn't it? The Croods 2, The Surprise of the Century. The Cruise 2? Cruise. See? Cruise. Never heard of it. Well, Never just wait. Just wait, Frank, to when your baby starts watching movies constantly because kids will watch the same movie 5,000 times in a row. I've noticed because the wheels on the bus go round and round. It, it's, it's, um, That's you yeah. at this point. I can't wait to watch stuff, introduce stuff to my nephews. I'm so excited. Wait till they have a tablet in their hands and they get to choose what they want to watch over and over. And you get to hear... Watch the there's some weird... Facebook shit. I hate fucking YouTube because there's there's some weird Filipino family she watches where they're like, Uncle, what do we do? And he's like, well, children, let's... And they, this is, they all talk in the exact same tone every line they say. It's the most grating Are thing I've sure ever watched. Are you sure it wasn't that uh, MST3K movie about the Japanese uh, Planet of the Apes ripoff? I would love Time of the Apes. I would love to show yeah. her that sort of stuff. I don't care. But it's when, never going to happen. When Star Trek The Wrath of Khan came to HBO, I watched that one time oh. se- 17 times in one week. That's how obsessed with that movie I was. My dad told really me he hates the movie. That, he hates it. He hates Ghostbusters because I watched it just oh, really? yeah, after I another. Yeah, after yeah. another. I, I, that, oh, was my, my, yeah, that, that was my. That was one of my. My whole family loves the Ghostbusters, the original. Yeah. I, I think Batman, because uh, with my brother, when he was like. He would watch Batman repeatedly, 89 Batman. I would watch it too repeatedly with him. And then uh, Last Crusade was another one. And then yeah. Ghostbusters think, was the other I one. I think Batman was literally the first video cassette I owned. Weird. That was the yeah. first movie I saw in the theater, Batman. I didn't yeah. get to see it in the theater. I got it for Christmas, like on oh. the VHS copy. It was like the greatest thing ever. Everybody and their grandmother had that VHS copy. Yep. Even if they never yep. saw the movie, they somehow yep. wound up. I've seen and Jack Nicholson got a dollar of every copy. I've seen every single single Batman movie in the theater except Zack Snyder's. Because I didn't watch Justice League. Oh, I didn't oh, see sex. that yet either. I hated Batman vs Superman. It took me forever. I saw that so in the theater. Did I, dude. So I hated I. that movie. Fucking miserable. I, I was just like, I don't want to see it, and I, I forced myself to see it. I was just like, why do did you they know take that that movie here? took me three times, Dick, to finish watching it? Because every Ugh. time I would turn it on, I would fall asleep, and then I'd try to watch it again, and then I'd fall asleep, and then finally I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna yeah, fast yeah, forward yeah. to whatever I remember, and then go from there. And then I finally it's, finished it. I'm like, it still sucks. Such a forgettable movie that when I watched uh, Justice League, they're like, we have to rescue, we have to bring Superman back from the dead. I go. 
He died? I had no fucking yeah, memory of that. None. It, it, it was really like just so anticlimactic. And yeah. My Let me problem with a... that whole movie is it's just so damn dismal and yeah. depressing and dark and ugly looking and boring and drug out for... There's nothing... It's like, well, like it's, Jesus Christ, Zack Snyder, have you ever seen a superhero movie? Do you not understand what charisma is in comic books? I mean, no. is this just... Yeah, but that's I, I liked DC, isn't the, it? Like, I, I like, yeah, it's DC. I liked yeah. the Watchmen a lot, but I don't like Which... him making everything else into the Watchmen over and over. I notice people either love or hate Watchmen. I, I love Watchmen. I, I thought it. Watchmen was great. I, I, I went and saw it in the yeah. theater, and yeah. I was just like the last five minutes where I just walked out. I was like, yeah, I'm done with it. I'm I gone. fucking love it. I, I it's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just... I love yeah, Watchmen. See? I mean. That that blue cock is humongous. Yeah. It's cut and paste the fucking the book. It's cut and paste the whole graphic novel. That's except fine. for the ending with the giant squid. Yeah. Which that's thank all you. It is. I'm, I'm glad he like, changed eh. that. I mean it's no, the but, same thing. But I I didn't read the comic until afterward, but I watched it same. and I was like, I love it. I, I love it. Maybe that's why I liked it. Well, yeah. Actually I read it before. Actually, uh, actually, actually, actually I read it when Time Life says it's one of the number ten books you have to read before you die. I have it. Who said this? Time Time Magazine. It's like the top 100 books. Watchmen's like the number 50 or something like that. Oh, really? Everything Time. It's, yeah, it's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list of the greatest 100 books ever written or whatever. Everything Time Magazine says or whatever, I'm like, fuck you. Oh, t- any, every magazine is shit now, so fuck them all. 